0: Welcome to the Kingston Live podcast. I'm Johnny San. When we recorded our last podcast, we had 8 people in the studio. Riley Jabour, Peter and I welcomed Ricky Brant and Clint House to the show to talk about the Electric Circuits Festival. We had Allie at the desk and Reed and Jackson were capturing material for future social media content. Flash forward a few weeks and it's just me here. In our last podcast, we talked about all kinds of upcoming events and music and music videos, and since then, all of those things have been either postponed or cancelled. The outbreak of COVID-19 has shut down pretty much everything apart from grocery stores and hospitals and a few other things, and the music industry isn't immune to its effects. Social distancing and the cancellation of large gatherings have halted live shows and left musicians without a key revenue stream. But in a short time, people have come up with some creative ideas to fill the void. Live streaming has quickly gained a lot of attention as an alternative to in-person live concerts. And one of the people leading this initiative is Rock 1057 evening host Eilish Sullivan with Kingston's first online festival, Indie Night in Quarantine. Today, Eilish joins me via Zoom...
1: Hi, how's it going?
0: And we have Oak Ridge Avenue singer and guitarist Sean Patterson. How's it going? And singer, songwriter, guitarist Logan Brown. Hello. Hello, friends. So nice to have you all here, finally. Thanks for Good having me back, sort yeah. of. <laughs> yes, yeah, I Sean, don't think
1: any of us are used to this.
0: <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, the, the delay is funny, but we'll get used to it. Yes, Sean's a, a veteran, a, an alumnus of Kingston Live, Eilish, Logan, we're all friends, but it's nice to have you on the podcast. Thank you for being sort of nice here. to be
1: here. Thanks us for ha- nice thanks for having you. us on. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about this live streaming. Like for me, when like this sort of came about, I guess last week by the time of this recording, and I find I'm always kind of the pessimist. I, I heard about this, and I'm thinking, well. You know the best part about live music is it sounds cool, it looks cool, and it, there's even a tactile kind of component. You feel the music, right? So I, when I heard about this people live streaming uh, live performances, so yeah, I, I was a bit skeptical. But over the last week, there's been all kinds of them, and and they're a lot of fun, and it's really cool. And it's I think a big part of it is kind of that interactive component to it uh, logan I'm, I'm gonna start with you and put you on the spot um yeah because you've been very interactive and what's what's that been like for you because you look like you're having a lot of fun uh, doing this
2: yeah yeah no it's it's a lot of fun i started doing this like uh like i'd say like two or three months ago i started doing it every monday tuesday wednesday and then obviously when i lost when i lost job. I had kind of had to start, a, start doing it every day. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's been great. It's been, it's a totally different experience than kind of playing live because you're kind of getting, it's like a fan meet and greet and a performance at the same time. Again, not that I'm like some superstar or anything like that. I think the fan meet and greet is like mostly people that I've met in real life, um, that are my friends, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to just kind of, I don't know, h- hang out. And I think with, When when social media kind of kicked off and everybody got to meet their favorite musicians and favorite artists and favorite personalities, they got to see what they're like kind of on a personal level. I think live streaming is just kind of like, for me, the extension of that or just kind of like step two or step 10 based on, you know, how the world's evolving. Um, uh, You know, the next step at at this point um, to just seeing and getting to interact with your favorite artists or your favorite people. That's just just the way how I look at it.
0: Well, and it's it's neat to have that kind of reciprocal thing happening where you, you could almost argue it's more interactive than a traditional live performance because you can sort of uh, kind of parse all that that input that's coming in and and you know I've seen you kind of responding to people and, and that sort of thing and taking requests.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that that to me is is kind of like the most fun. It's like a. a you're missing the applause. Obviously the ego is really missing that clap, clap, woo, woo, uh, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, it's, it's great to just kind of have instantaneous like reaction to something that you've done or, you know, somebody makes a request and you're like, Hey, I can actually do that one, you know, and you you kind of pull it out or, or learning stuff on the spot. And another thing is the stress behind it. Like I practice a lot. I would consider myself like a prepared guitar player, but there's no, like if I can't do a song, Or if I, you know, if I'm like, yeah, you know what, I will try and and learn, uh, lay it on the line by Triumph right now on the spot. (laughs) And then it sounds awful. It's not like, you know, I'm not getting there's not resounding booze because like Jim Beam is a factor in the audience. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, people just kind of get that on the spot. I just tried to learn a Triumph tune and bit off a little bit more than I can chew. But that's okay because I'm also in my pajamas and I haven't shaved and showered in weeks.
0: (laughs) Sean, what was your experience? Was it similar? Any Logan talked about the, you know, not having the the applause, but yeah, I remember you guys kind of inserted some some applause sound effects just for fun there. But yeah, t- tell us about your experience with it.
3: It was great. Um I have to admit I was similarly a little bit skeptical uh, mostly on account of not knowing uh how many people would l- want to sit down and watch us play from our living room. Uh it ended up being quite a few and that was really cool for us. Um yeah, we did have some fun with it uh it was pretty uh, pretty low key on our end we just set up a single microphone and uh, put up our neon sign and sort of just did our thing as if we were Jamming and took requests, and our what you could say our producer uh, at the time uh, got a little creative with the the audience sounds, which was pretty fun. But uh, yeah, it was it was great all around, really a uh, learning experience. But something we'll definitely be doing
0: again. And you mentioned the sign, and that's something I love about what you guys have been doing at the live show is bringing out the sign. And you had the sign in the the live stream performance. That's been another fun thing too, is just seeing how people kind of uh, dress the environment uh for the show because i know logan Mm -hmm. you've had some lights and sean you had the sign and everything yeah you you got uh,
3: a lot of uh, opportunity to be creative on that front too so uh it's like to some degree you get to design your own stage within the confines of your bedroom or living room but uh and whatever you've got lying around in your garage or something like that (laughs) yeah people get to see sort of where you do your thing when you're not on stage which is kind of cool
0: now, Eilish, you guys kind of took this and sort of kind of organized it, I guess. Tell us about how, you, how that came together and what inspired that.
1: Well, pretty much I was just talking to a couple of the different performers. Like I was talking to the guys from Oak Jav, like Sean and Logan. So first of all, guys, like, thank you so much for being a part of that. Cause it was a random idea that we just kind of had on Tuesday. Um, but basically I was seeing all of these live streams from all of these huge name bands, like the glorious sons, of course, have been putting out videos um, just like really big groups that were obviously getting a ton of attention for it. And I wanted to do something like that for our local scene. Cause we have so many, Incredible performers here that deserve that level of attention. But like Sean said, they weren't necessarily sure exactly how many eyes they'd get on it. So we really wanted to make a platform to just up those views, get them a few new fans, get some more people into it.
0: And that's been a neat thing, too. I wanted to talk about the audiences because uh, we've talked in the podcast about, before about how Kingston, the, the live music scene, is also very much a bar scene, which, you know, you get. A certain audience, but maybe you lose another audience. And, uh, you know, it occurred to me and I'm sure it occurred to you guys that with live streaming, it potentially opens it up to a completely different audience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the way that things can go viral in this day and age, like you really have no idea what's going to hit home with people. And just with the way Facebook does their algorithm and that kind of thing, it can end up reaching people you never in a million years would have expected.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, have you guys um Sean, have you found that it's been kind of your regular audience or there are people maybe that uh, that you wouldn't have seen before at a at a normal show?
3: Uh it's definitely been a mixed bag. Uh, a lot of our um, uh, you know, what you could say diehard fans uh were there with us and requesting songs and joking around in the comment section which was really nice to see uh, but we definitely had some uh new faces in there and uh lots of really positive feedback from people who'd never heard of us before but followed k-rock or maybe a friend of a friend of a friend recommended they watch it a couple of my uh uh, friends and relatives actually hosted their own watch parties separately for the live stream, which was pretty cool because that brought in a whole bunch of other people as well from the extended circle. So um, it's yeah, it was really, really positive. We got uh, well, we reached basically everything, everyone we wanted to and then some so
0: now sean uh, part of the reason i wanted you in on this discussion is because the album endless nights is was originally scheduled to be released in april is that still the case what's going on with the album that is a fantastic question
3: um (laughs) we are still currently sitting on on that at the moment and trying to figure out what we're going to do um we are really hoping that we'll eventually be able to put The album out with a proper release show uh after things calm down a little bit obviously nobody really knows when that'll be but uh we're we're sort of taking it week by week at the moment um and hopefully we'll have a plan before too long
0: okay so is the album release if i'm reading you right is it going to be just whenever you can kind of schedule a proper release show is that what we're waiting on then at this point
3: Ideally, uh, if it doesn't end up
0: uh, that way, then we'll we'll have to improvise.
3: We might have to do something a little bit more 21st century, but um, we uh, we that all just remains to be seen.
0: Well, this whole situation has been nothing but improvising. So I. I... Yep. We're just going to kind of go with it. I want to get back to the music videos in a moment, but why don't we, we're going to play the new single, the latest single. Why don't we get to that now and we'll come back and we'll we'll talk about music videos and a little more about streaming. Cool. So this is the latest single, Sunny Ways by Okra Jav on Kingston Live. I think that's my favorite song by you guys i just i love that song and i remember Thank you very much like it was several months ago we had a little listening party right here in, in this room and trying to sort of figure out what the single was that was my pick obviously it wasn't picked but yes i love that song it's got a lot of cool stuff happening and <laughs> now it has a music video which is very exciting and i love the video uh tell us about the video the kingston film office uh was very kind enough to uh grant i think it
3: was 15 different uh video producers and artists uh a thousand dollars each to make a music video um and we were one of those bands uh jay midaw reached out to us and said he wanted to put something together and we were instantly down for that because we'd wanted to work for uh, with him for a while and sunny ways was basically slotted to be our next single anyway. And we were brainstorming ideas as it was. So it was quite serendipitous the way that happened, but we settled on uh, basically sort of doing a parody of the breakfast club.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's a great video for anybody listening. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Oak Ridge Ave. Sunny ways. It's on YouTube. I'm assuming Yep,
3: and we actually are also putting up a side by side, like shot for shot comparison version with the original,
0: which is also pretty fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be available too. And Sean and I have also shot a um, sort of a commentary video, I guess, kind of pointing mm-hmm. out a lot of the little, a lot of the uh, the references and Easter eggs that you see in the in the video. So watch for that as well. But you guys looked like you had a lot of fun making that. And KCVI just lends itself so, I mean, who knew, but it lends itself so well to what you guys were trying to do there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jay said he did a
3: walkthrough originally with our manager, and he couldn't believe how closely it resembled the school from the movie. So he was immediately like 10 times more excited about the project uh, upon seeing that and um it worked out great it was a riot to do too we were in there for about seven hours running around the halls eating you know captain crunch sandwiches and just
0: (laughs) generally making mayhem which was a lot of fun i need to tell a little story because i think it was the the thursday because all these music videos that you mentioned they're all going to be shown at the Ale House, which was going to be followed by a performance by Bedwin Soundclash, which was yes. so exciting. Everybody was so excited about it. And I remember it was the Thursday of the film festival, and I went to a movie in the afternoon. My plan was to go to the movie and then go immediately to the Ale House. I went to the movie, and as soon as I got out, I got a text from Riley Jabour saying the whole film festival is canceled. And then I just went home and was sad for the rest of the evening. Um, As I'm sure many other people were the whole thing. I mean, it was the right decision but it was very, very disappointing. But now we're starting to see some of these videos kind of come out of the woodwork because I don't think a lot of people knew really what to do with them. It's like, should we wait? Is there going to be another event? Nobody really knows. But uh, yeah, yours is out. And at the time of this recording, uh, the Meringues video, uh, The Lottery, was just released. That was produced by Make Hay Media. That one is also lots and lots of fun. Check that out. Another one that uh, just came out recently uh, was uh, produced by... uh, Tanya Trombetta uh, with uh, Tegan McLaren, her song, We All Fall Down. Uh, That's a very different one. It's got this, it's really cool. Check it out. It's got this darkness to it. Um, But yeah, lots of really cool material. I'm really excited about this um, pairing of producers and musicians, despite the fact that it didn't, you know, sort of go off the way we planned. But uh, if you're listening or just you guys, yeah, check these out. There's so much talent and it's so cool to see it all coming together. Let's get back to the streaming. Eilish, is there going to be more of this? What's what's going on?
1: So I'm really, really hoping there's going to be more of it. Um, We're kind of working on a plan right now. So as this is taped, um, we're still trying to sort it out. We're trying to make sure uh, what the legal side of tip jars and that kind of thing is. And just organizing that side of it a little bit more to hopefully get more revenue to the local acts. We're still putting out feelers. We're still trying to find uh, those who are interested who might not have been able to participate the first time. So we are trying really hard uh, to continue this in some way or another. We're just not 100% sure exactly how it's going to look yet.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, you know, keep us posted. But uh, yeah, you talked about uh, supporting artists. Um, Can anyone sort of go into more detail? Because I I was talking to some people, you know, when this was first happening. It's like, there's the streaming, but how can we actually support people? Like, are there ways that people can be supported uh, financially for for all this? What's going on in that regard? Anyone? (laughs)
1: I was about to say, I'm going to let the musicians actually take this one because I have my ideas, but I'm obviously not on the receiving end of the support. So it might be better for Logan or Sean.
2: I'm going to let Logan take this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's tough, right? Because for me, I feel like that should be on the artist a little bit i mean everybody's in a situation right now where you know especially i mean people in the service industry people that work that work uh, and are paid on an hourly wage everybody's lost their job so to come out and and want you know i maybe it's just my inability to be like oh i don't know if like we should look at it like a musical charity or anything like that but i think it should be up to the artist as like Hey, it, Bandcamp waived their fee. For example, go buy my record. If you don't release original music, hey, go to my website where I have like these. You know, I, I have merch. You can buy some merch and, 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 and such like that. I mean, there's always the tipping on, on the live streams, but that's not sustainable forever. You can uh, start streaming from a platform like uh, like Twitch, where you actually get uh, sponsored streams where you get paid uh, a percentage of royalties which is a whole another box of frogs. If you want to talk about Spotify and their inability or, or maybe they're, they're not wanting to pay artists a little bit more, but again, that's a whole other box of frogs. Um, you know, there's a Patreon for people that want to, you know, you pay monthly for content. Like there's a whole, it, it makes me frustrated almost. There's so many ways to be paid as a musician that it's almost like funny sometimes when people are like, there's no money in music anymore. And it's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> but there, there are, there are several ways to make money as a musician. You just kind of have to be creative. I had a conversation once a long time ago with somebody that was a rep for universal and that not that that's like a name dropper anything because everybody knows a rep for universal if you live in toronto (laughs) or ever been to toronto um but he said music is not hard it's just hard work and i've stuck by that all the time it's not like you don't need i could be streaming into my webcam which is the very it's abundantly clear that this is not a very good quality webcam but i could be streaming into my webcam right now i stream into my phone with no good microphone it's uh, half the time you hear my my pet pigs screaming in the background at something um like it, it's it's just people just want the content and people have, do have per- perfection fatigue which is something that i think is so beautiful about this new live stream craze that all musicians are jumping on is that it's like the rubber kind of has to hit the road there's no more well i'm gonna him and haw and make sure i have the best ds dlsr or whatever the hell uh camera or you know the best microphone or any an interface and stuff like that it's like oh i, I don't as of today i I have no more money coming in, so I need to start live streaming immediately. And some people are looking at it like, oh, great, another live stream. But most people, I think, are coming together and are like, okay, how do we make this thing a sustainable thing? So,
0: Well, and that's the real question. And I, I like to think that this is still very new. I mean, streaming is nothing new, but streaming... Uh, in this um, sort of capacity and at this time is very new, and I, I like to think that we're we're almost in the the pioneering stage of all that. So hopefully, you know, these things and these answers will kind of present themselves in time. But uh, but I do like to think that what I like about Eilish, what you've done, is it's it's a local thing is it's been locally focused from the start. And, uh, and I like to think that you know we as a community will, will come together and figure these things out, You know, both in terms of everything else that's happening, but also on the musical side and, and supporting people and just supporting each other. And hopefully that will be just an extension of, of all the other help that's, that's come along in the last little while.
1: Well, and just from the consumer side of it, because like I said, I've never been a musician. I'm totally tone deaf. But um, from the consumer side of it, even if you don't have any cash to spare as a listener, there are so many ways to support the bands. Like I said, uh, even just with the algorithms and how they work, even simply just liking someone's page and sharing their stuff, it's completely free and it can help them immensely.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. That's great. Yeah. So if you're listening, yeah, listen to some of these folks and give them, you know, the little thumbs up or, you know, some smiley faces and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah.
1: Comments are free, so so make sure to like, comment, like, share, all of that fun stuff because it does genuinely make a difference.
0: And the comments are fun too. Again, I I love that interactive component of it, and I think that's what's going to sustain it and keep it interesting. I was watching uh, the wilderness streaming uh, a few days ago, and and Jonas was mad at somebody for requesting something he didn't like, and. <laughs> And it was neat because it was like being at a bar. You know, we're we're musicians. We've all had that jerk who's like, play free bird. And it's like, I don't get out of here. You know, my band made the mistake of
3: writing a song called shower beer Um and that gets shouted at us at literally every single show we go to we play in Kingston and it like there was absolutely no shortage of that in the comment section for our live stream so it was in a way it was annoying but in another way it was quite endearing that even virtually people are you know they're, they're keeping up a little bit of that uh, that
0: flair and excitement and annoyance of, of the live gigs well and it's nice to know that those people are still out there because everyone's yeah you know so isolated and you know I think it's one thing to be physically isolated but I think a lot of people are feeling um you know sort of emotionally isolated as well so I think that's that's a good thing yeah
3: yeah it was actually quite charming to see some of the stuff people were saying and even they request for shower beer <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to shout uh, this one across the board to Logan and Sean. Sorry, Sean. I think you were going to say something too, but I'm just curious how you guys want to see this evolve and uh, how you want to be a part of it going forward.
3: I don't really know if I have anything in s- like specifically, I, I just want to be a part of it in some way. Cause it was a lot of fun and and it was great for you guys to reach out to us. That- thank you for that. By the way um, we got a lot more eyes than we thought we would. And it was, it was a real surprise and it, it totally sort of lit fire under our ass about what we can do with uh with our social media and stuff i know logan is much more of a veteran of that than we are but um it's uh it's definitely something we want to keep doing
2: yeah, same over here. I'm I'm uh, thrilled to kind of continue working, and I I think I sent you an email yesterday, or the day before. Like, I'll do it every Friday. I'll do it every Friday, Saturday. I mean, I'm going to be streaming every day for an hour and a half anyway. So if for thirty minutes you want to share it over to the K Rock Facebook page, then I am more than happy to uh, to continue to do that. So
1: I'm pretty sure you were the first one to send me an email within like thirty seconds of me being like, "Who's interested?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what else do I have to do other than sit here, learn more requests, listen to some music and live streams, <laughs> so, you know?
0: Well, Logan, I've always admired your work ethic, and, and you're always out there doing it, and you're no stranger to the, the online community in, in the musical sense anyway. So, uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the live streaming thing really does excite me. We're, I mean, the circumstances as to why we're all doing it is definitely very strange, um, that's to say the least. But the live stream thing really does, I think much again much like social media put uh a lot of artists kind of in control of their own destiny and went oh like these are the this is the the amount of people that actually like me and are interested in what i'm doing on a day-to-day basis well why do i need a record label like why why do i have why am i spending millions of dollars on a pr team if i could just make a social media post and say hey go check out my new record you know what I mean? And then make a hundred percent of not even so much that profit, but just make a hundred percent of that connection, that add, adding that value to someone's life and watching that in real time, as opposed to waiting for some, pardon my French, but some bullshit chart to tell me that I'm number one. You know what I mean? I, I look at live streaming the same way. I mean, I, I can already see like Michael Buble had an hour long live stream where he made pasta with his wife. <laughs> like nobody would pay nobody would pay a thousand dollars for floor seats of cooking with michael but he can do it on a live stream and then people get to see this other side of him and go you know what maybe he doesn't just do the christmas thing i'm gonna go listen to some other michael buble I, i look at it the same way people are gonna go maybe i don't really need a record label to kind of get my get you know get so many eyes on me all the time if i'm just doubling down on who i am as a person Maybe I'll find other like-minded people that, I mean, you know how many people subscribe to like, I don't know, that, that listen to like Craig Cardiff just because he has a beard? It, it's just other bearded people are like, <laughs> yeah, beards. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's, I think I think this is such a wonderful thing. I just wish it was under better circumstances.
0: Well, you know, and it's not ideal circumstances, but uh, it's nice to see that everybody's making the most of it. So, guys, um, this has been great. It's been a lot of fun having you here. And and this sort of virtual thing kind of worked a little better than I thought, too. So, yeah, uh, yeah. This this was a lot of fun. Thank you for being here. And um, well, we all have
3: a lot more time on our hands these days. So anytime you want to (laughs) chat about literally anything music related,
0: depending on on how this plays out, we could be doing this again very soon. So we'll see what happens next week. It was funny. Alex (laughs) phoned me and he was like when we were
3: talking about this music video stuff, he texted me first. He was like, hey, can you call me when you have a moment? I'm like, dude, all I have is moments right now. Of course I can call you.
1: It just means we'll have to actually start that cat podcast that we were talking about during the break, Sean. We
3: may as well. Yeah, we're going to have podcasts coming out the yin yang about
0: stuff we're not even interested in just to fill time. Well, guys, whatever you like to do, whatever you got to do, just stay busy and stay positive.
1: Thank you so much for having us. Thank
0: you. Thanks a lot, John. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks, guys. I'd just like to say a few things before we wrap this up. These are pretty unusual times, and despite lots of prediction, no one really knows how this is going to play out. This is a new thing for all of us. It could be wrapped up by our next podcast. It could go on a lot longer. And everyone seems to be dealing with it in their own way. Some of us are okay, and some of us are not. And if you're someone who's struggling right now, just remember that you're not alone. Everyone in the world is in the same situation right now. Everyone's talking about social distancing, but what they really mean is physical distancing. We live in a time where we have an abundance of communication tools. If you plan to wait this out just by watching shows and obsessively checking your phone, you may have an easier time if you reach out. Set up some video chats with friends. Call somebody, maybe someone you haven't talked to in a long time. Odds are pretty good they'll be happy to hear from you right now. Instead of finding ways to kill time, find meaningful use of time. Find something in which you can take some sense of pride or accomplishment. This could be anything from cleaning your space to learning a new skill. Unplug a bit. Relax. Reflect. Ponder the mysteries of the universe. And if that's not working out, give somebody a call. We'll talk to you next time. This has been Kingston Live. We encourage you to rate us on your listening platform of choice and subscribe where possible. Kingston Live was recorded in Kingston at Titan Sound. Executive producer Rob Howard. Writing by John and Peter Sanfilippo. Special thanks to Jackson Coulter and Reed Cunningham. Opinions expressed by Kingston Live guests are their own and don't necessarily reflect the opinions of Kingston Live hosts and staff. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at kingstonlive.ca.